In my very first episode, I talked about how it took me so long to get started on a podcast because I didn't know where to start and I was getting in my own way. Well, I don't want y'all to end up like me and wait two plus years to get started on your dreams. So do yourself a favor and download the Anchor app. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right there on your phone. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So they literally do all the hard work for you. But the best part is that you can get paid with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. your girl Majine, aka Mama Maj and you are listening to Mama Majism. We're going to go ahead and get started on our guided meditation. We're just going to hop right into it. I know usually I encourage you to decide if you want to sit or lay down whatever's most comfortable for you. But for this meditation, I'm going to ask that you sit with your sh- with a straight back your head held erect on your neck and shoulders and allow your shoulders to fully relax while placing your hands on your knees. I now want you to close your eyes and bring your attention to the flow of your breathing. Feeling each in-breath and each out-breath, just observing your breathing without trying to change it or regulate it in any way, allowing your body to be still and sitting with a sense of dignity, a sense of resolve, a sense of being complete, whole in this very moment with your posture reflecting this sense of wholeness. As you sit here, Picture in your mind's eye as best you can the most beautiful mountain that you know or have seen or can imagine. Just holding the image and feeling of this mountain in your mind's eye, letting it gradually come into greater focus. Observe its overall shape, its lofty peak high in the sky, the large base rooted in the rock of the earth's crust, its steep or gentle sloping sides. Notice how massive it is, how solid, how unmoving, how beautiful both from afar and up close. Maybe the mountain you're thinking of has snow at the top and trees in the lower slopes. Maybe it has one prominent peak, maybe a series of peaks or a high plateau. Whatever its shape or appearance, just sitting and breathing with the image of this mountain. Observe it, notice its qualities, and when you feel ready, see if you can bring the mountain into your own body so that the body sitting here and the mountain in your mind's eye becomes one. 
So as you sit here, you share in the massiveness and the stillness and the majesty of the mountain. You become the mountain, rooted in the sitting posture. Your head becomes the lofty peak, supported by the rest of the body. Your shoulders and your arms, the sides of the mountain. Your buttocks and legs, the solid base rooted to your chair. Experiencing in your body a sense of uplift from deep within your pelvis and spine. With each breath, as you continue sitting, becoming a little more a breathing mountain. Unwavering in your stillness, completely what you are, beyond words and thoughts. A centered, rooted, unmoving presence. Now, as you sit here, becoming aware of the fact that as the sun travels across the sky, the light and shadows and colors are changing virtually moment by moment. Night follows day and day follows night. A canopy of stars, the moon, then the sun. Through it all, the mountain just sits, experiencing a change in each moment. Constantly changing, yet always just being itself, it remains still as the seasons flow into one another and as the weather changes moment by moment and day by day. Calmness abiding all change. In summer, there's no snow on the mountain except perhaps for the very peaks. In fall, the mountain may wear a coat of brilliant fire colors. In winter, a blanket of snow and ice. In any season, it may find itself at times enshrouded in clouds or fog or pelted by freezing rain. People may come to see the mountain and comment on how beautiful it is or on how it's not a good day to see the mountain. None of this matters to the mountain which remains at all times its essential self. Clouds may come and clouds may go. The mountain's magnificence and beauty are not changed one bit by the way people see it or not, or by the weather. Seen or unseen, in sun or clouds, boiling or frigid, day or night, it just sits, being itself. At times, visited by violent storms, buffeted by snow and rain and winds of unthinkable magnitude, through it all, the mountain continues to sit unmoved by the weather, by what happens on the surface, by the world of appearances. And in the same way, as we sit in meditation, we can learn to experience the mountain. We can embody the same unwavering stillness and rootedness in the face of everything that changes in our own lives over seconds, over hours, over years. In our lives and in our meditation practice, we constantly experience the changing nature of mind and body and of the outer world. We have our own periods of light and darkness, our moments of color and our moments of drabness. Certainly, we experience storms of varying intensity and violence in the outer world and in our own minds and bodies. We endure periods of darkness and pain, as well as the moments of joy, even our appearance changes constantly, experiencing a weather of its own. 
By becoming the mountain in our meditation practice, we can link up with its strength and stability and adopt it for our own. We can use its energies to support our energy to encounter each moment with mindfulness and equanimity and clarity. It may help us to see that our thoughts and feelings, our preoccupations, our emotional storms and crisis, even the things that happen to us are very much like the weather on the mountain. We tend to take it all personally, but its strongest characteristic is impersonal. The weather of our own lives is not to be ignored or denied. It is to be encountered, honored, felt, known for what it is, and held in awareness. And in holding it in this way, we come to know a deeper silence and stillness and wisdom. Mountains have this to teach us and much more if we can come to listen. When you're ready, go ahead and open your eyes and return your focus back to your room. Thank you for doing this with me. Now let's get on with the episode. (laughs) Or to the episode. Hello, my babies. It's your girl, Majne, aka Mama Maj. You're listening to Mama Majism. Let's get right into the episode. For those of you who know me, for those of you who know me and or feel like they know me because you've been listening to my podcast, um, I have a little thing called social anxiety. Um, and I feel like that's kind of been like a fucking hot button term or word that's been used for the past few years but shit is real and maybe it's becoming such a prevalent topic because more people are realizing that they have it um and that some of the symptoms can really kind of put a damper on your day um I signed up for something without fully realizing what it meant and what it actually entailed Um, And I'm glad that I did it because I'm really trying to just, on all aspects of my life, just put myself out there more, um, get out of my comfort zone. Uh, Truly, I'm my happiest when I'm outside of my comfort zone, even though it scares the fuck out of me. And I have those moments where I am questioning if I can do it or if I have what it takes. But those are the moments that kind of help shape me and remind me that I have everything I need. So there's that. Uh, so, I mean, that kind of gives a background as to why I decided to sign up for something. Um, and so uh, basically I am tasked to help promote this event. Um, that is going to be a lot of fun, which I don't even understand why people are, well, I can see why some people don't want to partake, but at the same time, I'm like, come on, it's a party. Let's have some fun. You know, it's my first time. Let's do the damn thing. Um, but yeah, not everybody looks like that. So understandable nonetheless. But, and, and that was fine for me. I, I knew that part, but I, I didn't realize or I forgot and didn't really think about how I would feel about it in the moment was having to go up to strangers and talk to them and try and get them to, you know, come to this event. I am, contrary to popular belief, I am not an extrovert. I don't go out of my way um, unless I'm trying to push myself to, you know, get out of that, 
get out of that headspace. But like, truly, I am completely content sitting in the back of a party, people watching, chilling. I don't need all the extra attention. I don't need the spotlight. I don't want the spotlight. Uh, the spotlight terrifies me. Uh, growing up, I used to sing really well. And people be like, oh, you should go on American Idol, blah, blah, blah. This was obviously, you could tell the time frame because of how long ago American Idol was a thing. If it's not anymore, I don't think it is. Um, And I would always tell people, I want to be a backup singer. Like, I don't, I don't want all this. I don't, I don't want to be in the spotlight. And I've always just been a fan of harmony. So like being a background singer is still my dream to this day. But shit, nowadays background singers be sounding like the regular singers. Like, and I feel like you get more or less the same amount of money with not uh with not all the people following you around and being crazy people so I'd take that any day uh and so but a lot of people don't believe me because if I go somewhere I see a lot of people that I know and I don't consider myself popular by any means uh maybe you could say well known but uh you gotta think about it I've been here since high school little tiny bit of middle school so and I I stayed here so I got the cheat code like I've been here for over a decade (laughs) uh so of course if we're in the city that I've I've been for 10 years I'm gonna run into quite a few people that I know and that could be at a single event but that doesn't mean anything that doesn't mean that I'm an extrovert Uh, And I think people also need to realize that we meet people over a time span. We don't meet the we don't meet everybody at the same time. So if you see me somewhere and you see me saying hi to a whole bunch of people. okay, you see, I say hi and then I'm out like I'm not about to sit there and just like be in the midst of I mean, unless I'm at a party or something, obviously. But like I really don't like big groups gives me anxiety. I almost slid off of the topic. I'm so sorry, but we back at it, baby. So back to, yeah, so social anxiety. So yes, I have to go up to groups of people, talk to them, try and get them to come to this event, right? So the first night of me um, doing this, I realized what I was getting into and I was like, oh shit, I don't think I can do this. I am stressed. So I was like, I got to take a shot. Gotta take a shot, loosen the nerves, you feel me? A little tequila in my body and I'm ready, you feel me? And I mean, it kind of helped a little bit, but even still, I was with two of my friends who are also doing this with me and they were just talking up a storm with everybody. They were very personable, very outgoing. And I was literally standing behind them like, like I was not, (laughs) I wasn't contributing. I just felt useless and dumb. And I was like, yeah, it's time for me to go. Like I am not, none of this is conducive for me right now. So went home and just beat myself up over it just because I was like damn you really let your anxiety get to you Majine like what the fuck what's up with you know we're meditating we're working on it we're doing all this stuff and you let it win you let it best you you know that's my thought process in my head I wake up the next morning feeling better feeling apologetic still feeling a little bad about it because I felt like it was unprofessional but you know one thing I learned about myself when it comes to social anxiety and being super anxious is I got to get the fuck up out of there. I got to get out of the situation. Um, if I can, if I can't, then I roll with the punches and make it do what it do. But if I have an opportunity to leave, I'm going to leave because my mood isn't going to go up from there. It's going to go on a slow decline because now that I am aware that I am socially anxious, uh, I'm going to beat myself up over it because I allowed my anxiety to take control over Uh, to take power and so then you get that coupled with 
uh, I'm still a little depressed. You know, it's just a whole lot of shit going on in my head. So um, it won. It won that night. And I was like, got to redeem myself. So I get back out there a couple days later. And and it's, it's better. It's easy. It's breezy. Because uh, for one, I was all in my head about it. Um, and I allowed myself the time beforehand to meditate and to think about what it is I signed up for and what I'll be doing because I didn't give myself that time the first time I went out there so I did things a little different learned my lesson kept it pushing and now everything is gravy but I really wanted to make this an episode because I feel like when people hear others say oh I have anxiety or um if they get around big groups and they're like I can't do it like Summer Walker for example people are like how can you say that you're anxious or you have anxiety whatever the case may be um but you over here posting twerk videos and pole dancing videos on your Insta. But then once you get in front of the crowd, you acting like, you know, all timid and shy. And it's like, y'all have to realize someone recording a video in the privacy of their own home and posting it on social media. Posting on social media is easy as fuck. And you can disassociate so easy. I can't tell you how many times I've posted a picture on Instagram and deleted the app off my phone because I knew that I would be going back to check the the app like 20 million times to see how many people liked it now this was back in the day when I had a real social media problem um not so much anymore but I knew that since this was something I had a problem doing I had to delete the whole app off of my phone do you know how wild that sounds but that's but but do you also see how easy it is to disassociate yourself like okay the app was off my phone I completely forgot that I had even posted a picture uh until I re-download the app maybe by like the end of the day and I see oh I got this many likes okay still feels good but like I wasn't wasting my whole day checking my feed to make sure if I got more likes or whatever the case may be so it's super easy to do that online when you're face to face with a group of people especially if you know they're there to see you perform and all this other stuff that's a lot that's a lot and of course yes she signed up for it just like how I signed up for this but I mean at the end of the day we're human and we're gonna have these we're gonna have these moments we're gonna have these especially if it's something that you have deal, dealt with in the past um and so I just want people to be a little more empathetic and a little more understanding and realize that just because you don't know what it feels like doesn't mean that it doesn't exist y'all need to get out your own ass okay I'm tired of it honestly like ah, people be like oh that's not a real thing it's never happened to me oh 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 is that right like <laughs> oh it just gets me so angry and I'm sorry to yell in your ear right now but I feel very strongly about it. So if I ever tell you, if you're with me and I ever tell you, ooh, I'm getting kind of anxious or, oh, social anxiety's kicking in, don't question that shit. Don't question that shit because then that lets me know you don't give a fuck about me or at least it makes me feel like you don't and it makes me feel like you're not being empathetic or you're not trying to understand where I'm coming from or why I would feel that way. Even if I do walk into an event or into the building and see people I know and I'm gonna say hi to them. Of course I'm gonna say hi to them because that's in my nature. But, you know, just be fucking empathetic, dude. Like, it's okay. But that's all I have for y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Sorry for yelling in your ear. I hope y'all have a beautiful, wonderful day. Please, please, please be kind to one another. Please. And from the bottom of my heart, I love you. Don't forget to follow me on all my socials. Uh, M-A-M-M-A-J-I-S-M. And my personal is Despicable May. D-E-S-P-I-C-A-B-L-E-M-A-E-E. Thank you, thank you. You are a lovely audience.